Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in North Texas. As always, drinking the finest in Oklahoma, Texas craft beer. Um, Forgot to turn my phone off, so that's embarrassing. Already, good deal. Um, Had some technical difficulties. This is like time number two or three recording the intro, so uh, welcome back, uh, Frank and Villem. Uh, I am uh, drinking <clears throat> the Rufftail Fifth Anniversary Ale out of Midwest City, Oklahoma. That's uh, basically Oklahoma City. That's really all you need to know if you're not from the area. And uh, it's a like double IPA, double New England style IPA with grapefruit added. This thing is uh, it's juicy and bitter. I actually quite enjoy it. It 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 really is like a nice. Bug in my drink. Cool, awesome, wonderful. This is great. So I got some protein added in there now. Uh, it's, it's. I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, it's like grapefruit juice. Jesus. <laughs> so I think the the only other very important part to add about Midwest City is that it is what essentially very similar to Moore, Oklahoma, and that they always get massive tornadoes there. Yeah, they're wanting to get hit by a tornado or two. They uh. Yeah, so think of think of McKinney with oh, tornadoes. God. Here we go with McKinney again. Uh-huh. Still a shithole. Okay. They have yet to advance past that status. I don't, I don't know. I think there are fewer Holiday Inns in Midwest City, according to Frank's statistics. Oh, yep. What were we talking about, though? What, Midwest City? Or last no, week? No, like, go back to the original... We're talking about Brian's oh. beer, the grapefruit, uh, the the from fifth, City. the fifth anniversary ale from Roughtail. Yeah, yeah, okay. To commemorate their five years of being in business in Midwest City, Oklahoma. And Brian opened that with a draft top. I did open it with a draft top, oh, and it was uh, successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guys, if you haven't seen our Instagram contest yet, go on that bitch and enter it in the manner in which Brian explains on there. Yeah. If you win yourself a draft top and some beer, which is fucking cool. It is. I uh, am really, I'm really kind of proud of that guys. I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to do a little self plugging, but at no beer left cast on Instagram, (laughs) go over there, follow us, follow draft top at draft top on Instagram. Make sure, like I said, you like it up. And uh, then comment with uh, three fellow craft beer lovers who you think would be interested in the old, the old uh, Instagram giveaway. So the giveaway closes on April 20th. Villain, what uh, is that better known as? Uh, 420, Hitler's birthday. Jesus. <laughs> Frank uh, has got a dead-eye zombie stare because he's looking through us in the webcam and watching the Timberwolves <laughs> game. But he's just yelling oh, out shit, facts either. like he's an autistic Jeopardy contestant right now. Uh, oh, guys, tag three people you think would be interested in listening to the podcast. You yeah. know, like yes. that's the whole point. That's our what we get. That's, you a, know, that's for, our gain here. Uh, so yeah, 
tag not just the contest, but people who would like, you know, it might like want to listen to us. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, and the draft. I got to use the draft top down at in, at Frank's. I don't know. It sounds like a sounds you know, weak yep. at Bernie's type of movie <laughs> title. God, what a good uh, movie! I, I was down in Austin or what far south Dallas or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> East uh, West Houston, hanging with Frank over the weekend and. His his draft top had just come in that day, and we were we couldn't stop using it all weekend. Like it was fucking yeah. ridiculous. Like this motherfucker takes it to a restaurant. I saw and, that. Uh, she brings. This, I gotta tell this actually. This is fucking great. Uh, hell of a plug for draft top here, but uh, she, she takes it to the restaurant, right? Like, and she brings the. He makes sure to order a can of beer. <laughs> She brings it out, you know, they they bring it out open and she brings it with the glass. She starts pouring the glass and he goes, no, 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 no. Actually, wait, no, I'll just take it in the can. And uh, specifically so he can just fuck around with the draft up. So uh, all that to say, long walk for a short drink of water, if you will. No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> That's the worst way to say that. <laughs> It was it was really fun to use. Like it, it was I really appreciated the you know the the open can and all that obviously, but outside of that, it's just fucking fun to use and like it's a cool like you talk about it. You look at the like engineering of it, and it's like really, really uh, interesting. It looks cool. You like think about I don't know, dude. This thing is so well machined and stuff. That's what I was gonna say. It's a it's kind of a like an engineering work. It's kind of amazing that two dudes just came up with it and made it. Uh, the the thing I turned I, I did the same thing. I, so I got my draft top on Saturday, and basically turned Saturday into a drinking game <laughs> where it was like <laughs> I can't just yeah. open random beers by myself. So I got to finish these things. <laughs> it was just going through. I, luckily, I had thought ahead and bought some lager some low ABV stuff and uh, was literally just ripping through can after can after can. Mrs. Brian looked over and goes, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm practicing. <laughs> She's like, that's not what that's called. I'm like, yeah, drinking All heavily. Right. How about that? This is a fucking infomercial, which is ridiculous, but it's not, we're not getting paid for this or any, no. you know, well, we got one free, okay, the guy we sent us one free draft top that, Two. Well, we to two. Give well, to you all. We got two. So, oh. We got two. I'm giving one. I'm giving mine away, and I also yeah. ordered one. Yeah. yeah, and I'm about to order one. So, like, you know, it's not like we're getting fucking like mad anything. It's just, yeah. it's a cool thing. Like, it is cool. I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm more great. excited. Like, like you said, Villain, it's fun just to talk about it. And it's, it's. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. have taken it to a restaurant, yeah. Frank, but that's next level. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, no, it was totally worth it. When I saw like, that picture come through, worth it. When I saw the picture come through, I was like, "Ah, Frank is involved in this somehow, <laughs> some way." <laughs> anyway, what did you think of that beer? Because you drank a uh, Big Ben Brewing Tejas Lager, Tejas Claro Lager. What did you think of it? You know, I'm I'm a huge fan of the lagers, but I'm also one to really like. I'll rail on a lager if it's bad. Yeah, because. There's a lot. There are there are a lot of bad bad loggers out there, so Tejas is not one of them. That is a fantastic logger. Um, I had some additional uh, two wheel Bruco logger this weekend that was also fantastic. 
Um, I do need to go to the holy grail of the American craft lager. Um, hopefully I'll do that this weekend. Um, hit up ABGB here in town because I, I think there's some really good lager being made in Austin right now. That's the way to do it. There's <clears throat> that, that little brew pub style that they have at ABGB, Austin, Austin beer garden works or Austin, right? ABGB. Yeah. It's Austin beer garden brewery. Yeah. That's what it is. Sorry, I don't know where the hell that W is coming in. Or like Austin Bitch Garden. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Really Yellow. good pizza. Got him. Got him. Fantastic pizza at the old beer garden. What I was going to say is that that brew pub style is really popular in major beer drinking towns. So Portland and Denver both have excellent lager uh, brew pubs that yep. really specialize in maybe three to four styles of beer and then just pair every food that they have available in their menu with that lager. So, yeah, uh, let us know what you think of it. Take some pics. Make sure the label's out. Make sure we can see the suds. Anyway, just subtle hints. I will, I'll, on, also, uh, I'll tr- I will try to grab a growler um, because I do think I'm going to be headed up to Dallas here in the next couple of weeks. So I'll bring some up so you can taste it too. Be- All right. All right. We can do that. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, though, Frank? Yeah, so tonight I'm back on that Tupps Brewery Black Ale. I still have one left in the fridge. Um, not 100% sure. I didn't notice this last week, but the front looks to be a Chevy, like a 56 Chevy Malibu or something, I don't know, with a bicycle on top. I don't know if that's like their brewery logo. Nope, I think that's the... That beer, that brand logo. Okay. Kind of interesting. Really difficult to spot. Most of the can is black, so it's not like hitting you in the face or anything, but <laughs> fucking huge rebound, Brian. Sorry. Well, um, no, the, the podcast has actually become pretty stale. I don't know what <laughs> rebound you're talking about. <laughs> I apologize. Sorry. Uh, game just got real. Um so, uh, yeah, Tups. They make uh, good beer for such a shithole town. <laughs> good. You still hate McKinney. Uh, Villem in Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're drinking because we've already talked about it twice. As I've But you don't know out. what. You don't know the story behind what I, I'm drinking. I don't. That's where I was going to get at. What brings you to drinking the beautiful beverage that you're drinking tonight? And go ahead and tell the, tell the ladies and gentlemen what that is. I'm drinking scotch, but I'm drinking... <laughs> I'm drinking a blended scotch. And Cuddy Sark. Cuddy Sark Prohibition yes. style. Oh, my God. Uh, Cuddy Sark Prohibition blended scotch. And I got to tell you, like, I've had, like, good scotch. You know, like uh, McAllen 12 and the old uh, Lagavulin, you know, 16. And very, you know, like, I've had my special occasions or whatever. And those are great. Those are delicious. And I wouldn't say that this is that at all. Like, you know, it's not, it's just like a different drink in general to me, but it's like, good. It's really, I really enjoy it. And I can't find this anywhere. I can't find this fucking bottle anywhere. We got it up in New Jersey four years ago. And we thought, you know, we were like fucking the tits. When we were drinking this shit. Balling out of control and, on Cuddy Sark. Yeah, it's like $30 yeah. a bottle, you know. Like, I didn't have much money. And it was just like, and it was delicious. I loved it. And uh, it is very good. It's We were down in, yeah. And we were down in Austin, like I said, with Frank. And uh, 
the fucking liquor store we happened to go to had them and they were on sale too. They were only 20 bucks. And so like, you know, we snagged one and got thanks. a case. There's the story behind what I'm drinking. All right, all right, fair. He's fair. also celebrating that last day at that old job on Friday, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm that pretty was, pumped about that. That was last yeah, Friday? Yeah. <laughs> I missed my fucking exit interview today. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm not doing a goddamn thing. I told him I didn't feel good, you know, at like. No, no offense to them or anything, but like, dude, it's fucking Wednesday on my last week with you. Like, and, and, you know, so I, like, I miss stand up because it's like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to tell them I don't feel well. And uh, <laughs> then I, the Timberwolves just did something, just took a shit. Uh, <laughs> it's Frank. It's made running. the fucking playoffs. Okay. Nice. All right. Fucking right. All right. Yeah, hey, okay, hey, that's your washer and dryer. Listeners. Stop hitting that. Tweet tweet at us with what time we were recording this podcast because you can match it up. <laughs> End of the game, you know, and then you can be like, oh, it's fucking draft this up, time. You can match it up exactly. Tweet it at us, and yeah, we got a second draft top to send you. Yeah. I think, I want to say. <laughs> Frank, we do. Frank is responsible for that one. It's all you, yeah, homie. I'll send you the one that works the least. No. <laughs> and we'll see if anyone actually even enters it, but... Uh, what was I talking about there? One that is definitely the inferior. <clears throat> you were talking about your exit interview and oh, yeah. missing so it's, that. It's at fucking 1030 in the morning and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Like, whatever. I didn't know. I forgot about the exit interview. I, I skipped stand-up because I'm like, I just don't want to fucking do it. And, you know, I'm not doing anything. So I uh, I skipped stand-up and I'm like taking my time, whatever. At 10.30, we're driving over to Whole Foods, and I'm like, oh, shit, do I have an interview? With, or, or a fucking, is my exit interview at 10th, like, right now? <laughs> and I'm in the car, and I'm like, nah, it's, I think it's tomorrow. And uh, I get back, and I, like, check my email, but I, like, check it at, like, fucking 1.30. <laughs> and it says, she sent me this thing to look over, and then immediately, you know, like, seven minutes after it's supposed to start, she goes... Do I need to reschedule? <laughs> <laughs> Becky is just uh, Becky is just sitting like, in the such office. Such a dick move. I felt horrible, but yeah, I so wait, what are you talking about? What is what is stand up? What are you? What is that? Uh, so it's like a daily check in, and you just it's de- there's various ways you can do it. Like what they say is, you tell them what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, kind of deal. But like that's like kind of bullshit and super easy to. What well, we've brought it down to is like we bring up the project board and we talk about what where the state of things are and where you know like if you're if it's assigned to you you know like what you're gonna work on how you're gonna work it that day how about this what if you went in for your stand-up and you're like yesterday i ran this bitch and tomorrow i'm out this bitch y'all figure Everyone this out would laugh and then would be an awkward silence <laughs> as they wait for your real answer <laughs> the real, real answer is going to be written on my back as i walk my happy ass out the door <laughs> like, i'm sorry peace or so, if you have shitty coworkers, they would kind of like give you a fucking pity laugh and then just like or you know just like uh-huh, and like i fucking hate my life <laughs> fucking, seriously like can you fucking tell me <laughs> yeah tell me what how much work i have to do <laughs> So I had I had uh, several stand-ups with a group that's not part of my team, but uh, it's sometimes like if you just join a corporation, they'll be like, "Oh, go see what this team's doing and that team." You'll spend like a couple 
maybe a day or two with the other team just to kind of see what they're doing. So I was with the, um, it's essentially the IT help desk, right? Now, these, these are not always the most clean-cut individuals. They, they normally have an edge to them. So <laughs> this team, I'm sitting in the stand-up, and the dude goes, um, yeah, today uh, I got this one ticket for this client that I'll probably finish out. And then uh, I can't decide between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I found out the next day that this team had done nothing but watch the entire trilogy, the entire, well, start as a trilogy, but now the entire Star Wars uh, saga. Yeah, saga. um, Along with all of Game of Thrones, along with. Um, like Mad Men at work, okay? Like in their little corner. Now, can you imagine Game of Thrones at work? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yes, yes, I can. If I didn't have walls in my office, I absolutely would. I mean, <laughs> I was shocked, but yeah, that so that sort of um, little look behind the scenes in IT. You have a lot of people who take advantage of like them being very smart. I mean, the thing that Willem's talking about is like manipulating the stand-up. There's a lot of people like that. They'll tell you that, like, some item will tell, take them three days, but it really takes them two hours just so they have two and a half days free. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that normally happens because the product manager or scrum master doesn't really understand technology well enough. Um, so they get taken advantage of <laughs> quite easily. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah, it's good If times. you talk about it in terms of, like, all right, where are we on this specific task? And you're not, like... Hey, yeah. you! Where are we? You're just kind of like, what? Are, where's mm-hmm. this task at? Kind of deal. It it like uh, it gets rid everyone kind of kinda like thinks about it. They don't like necessarily like think about you. I don't know. It's it's just a it, was, it does something where it reframes it to where it's less accusational and more like realistically like, yo, we need to move this through the process. Yeah. You know I mean? Like regardless of if you're lazy or not. You know, like, <laughs> Regardless of whether you're a giant piece of shit or not, it's up to you. I mean, it's really, oh my god! It, it puts it in a more team where you're like, okay, what are we doing together to get this like moving? And by we, right, anyway, this is you. we've gone way too far down. This no, road. not far enough. What did you? All right. What was for lunch today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just uh, man, we have one of these each cast, right? Like, what do you mean? In, in, down in the paint. Nah, it's all good. Hey, uh, I I wrote something down today, and I just want to read to you what I wrote, because I thought of it while I was getting dressed this morning, and it was important enough for me to stop getting dressed, write this down, and then explain it to y'all now. Now, So as you know, the last couple days has been uh, basically the Social Network Senate edition, where Mark Zuckerberg has been, Mm. and, and his cronies have been just... Yes, huge. Their their insides have been inspected from the back door uh, by the Senate. <clears throat> so well, I mean, I, if we're going to, I wrote this down. I wrote this down, and I want to explain it. What I've ex- what I what I've taken away from the last two days of uh, questioning is that America and Facebook they were in a relationship, okay, and come about two thousand eight or so. America started riding that D nice and deep, 
cowgirl style, though, okay? <laughs> Not reverse cowgirl, but cowgirl, okay? Just sitting up on top of that D. Sure, you can take all my information. Take all that information. I don't care what you do. And then what they did was Facebook leaned over to the side and did the old, hey, hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then Cambridge Analytica and a bunch of other fuckheads came rushing out of the closet and tried to take turns going up America's butt. <laughs> And we're, as a collective society, just now coming to that realization. Now, there were some people okay. who were real close to the butt in 2008, 2009, who were all like, hey, guys, this is going on. The rest of America was like, no, but it feels so good. And then Cambridge Analytica was just, you know, hey, let's just start with a finger. Uh, maybe maybe two fingers. Let's we'll see what's going on. And they just started ramming that data D home right up the old butthole of American social media. That's what I got. I wrote that down. I... Let me, let me first off, I want to commend you for stopping all activities to write down such a enthralling and vividly graphic analogy. I mean, um, I just have notes, but I, I filled in the blanks. I'm fairly certain everybody driving, listening to this, sitting at their desk, whatever, they have, they've clinched their cheeks. Mm-hmm. I taped second, it to my work laptop all day. I was pretty proud of myself. Second, Mrs. Brian is probably going to be absolutely... Thoroughly disappointed at that analogy. Nah, she doesn't <laughs> listen anymore. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> very embarrassed by what you just said. No. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess I mean in in the in the in the raw sense, people shared things and they thought that they were safe. I guess I don't know. I mean, sort of always should have assumed that um, someone was trying to. <clears throat> I mean, an entirely ad-based business model, right, is going to base half of the, if not all of the revenue, off targeted advertising. There's no way it can be done any other way. Mm -hmm. so they have all the data. They're going to target advertise. It can be used in evil ways. Big surprise. What I was more surprised by was the fact that we had a bunch of... I don't, I don't, I don't want to call them just... Yeah, no, they're all grandpas. A bunch of sitting up there, <laughs> like they could have, they could have pretty much started with, okay, Mister Zuckerberg from Face Smash, and I would have been less surprised at the Facebook pretending to understand what Facebook does, and like asking him these technical questions, which I don't know if they wrote, maybe their staffers wrote, but they wrote all these things that the questions were ill-informed. They were asking him about protocols that Facebook didn't invent, um, kind of methodologies that Facebook didn't invent, yet sort of asking him what he was going to do about it. So it's like, well, so sorry, Mr. Hatch, this is kind of just how the Internet works. <laughs> um, so that, like the, the basics of that, the authority on governing the Internet on both sides, the House and the Senate, had not a like an iota of um idea of how this stuff worked it was it was a it was an embarrassment i mean the the, the questions about diamond and silk were better phrased than any of the questions about the actual stuff that should have been discussed surrounding regulating firms and how they store your personal data and how personal data gets uh encoded and decoded at rest and like you think each of them would have like a tech guy or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, you mean like they could have called and been like, 
It's our resident tech expert, Philip. For all of Congress. But it maybe it's like, on? you know, some guy at MIT or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Fuck. Like, if you're not, I can't expect you to know everything on all these subjects, but like, dude. Take an educated Talk guess. To people, yeah, fucking well, go you, to events. I don't know, like, <laughs> do a Google there news was, search. Oh, real quick. There, there was no rush to get this. No, thing on the calendar. Like, no. you had all the time in the world to bring in the experts. Yeah. You could have put them in front of a panel of experts that then reported back. Like, I, I, I just honestly think this whole traditional view that Congress, in some capacity, is going to have the information on how quickly. Like, by virtue of how quickly humankind develops new knowledge, right? Like, there's a stat that everything before the 1900s, all the data encompassing humankind before the 1900s was doubled by 1960. And since then, it's been quadrupled. And then the next 10 years, it will be doubled again. So the, the short time span in which we double human knowledge is astounding now these people are in power i mean if you just think since paul ryan we've doubled the amount we've quadrupled the amount of information in the 20 years since paul ryan has been in 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 power the entire human knowledge base okay if not more so now all of a sudden this man is going to have to keep up to date with economic theory current policy making on the internet current policy in healthcare. There's no freaking way. These things need to be they need to be different. They need to be in front of in front of a panel of peers that are experts, that are independent, similar to say a special counsel that investigates someone. But people need to know what's going on. Like they need it's the same thing when the Wall Street people sat up there and got grilled by Congress. It's not a grilling. You're asking the absolute surface questions that anybody in that field can prepare for. And anybody can answer without incriminating themselves. The actual questions that mattered, what are the assumptions that you made, Mr. Uh, uh, Diamond and, and blank, fee- blank Fold and uh, like the, the entire panel of bankers? What were your assumptions for the rate of return on these derivatives over the next 10 years? Is that a wise assumption? For you to know if that's it, like a, an accurate answer, you need to actually understand the underlying math that's involved in like forming a derivative. Just like you need to know when Mark Zuckerberg uh, uh, encryption and how data is stored. And you need to understand that data is stored many different ways. You can store it in the cloud in an at rest API, and that a person can access, and that access has credentials. And how you control and monitor that access is. You have to actually willfully be able to do that. If you don't do it, people can pull whatever they want. You need to make sure that your API is well guarded, guarded and cordoned off. And there are there's this whole book of procedures and 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 um, IT risk uh, governance policies that we have um, we have uh, built out that you could have asked about, but you asked about fucking diamond and silk. Yeah, because that's what the, his constituency wanted to know. And by his, I mean our state senator, G.D. Ted Cruz. That's what <clears throat> that's what he thought people in Texas wanted to know about. 
is why people who have wonderful did you hear Mark Zuckerberg like f- stop the Senate like hearing to get in his word yesterday about that? The question for those who don't rem- who didn't watch the like four hour session or whatever the hell it came out to be after today was that Ted Cruz started asking Mark Zuckerberg about like uh do you why do you have such biased opinions about Facebook why is it left leaning and all this other stuff and then he led into why did you silence voices of the clear opposition to what you stand for which is again a, a pretty good assumption there uh why did you silence the voices of some of users like Diamond and Silk and for those of deep di- deeper dive, those of you who don't know, Diamond and Silk are a like two black women who just basically spew some race baiting bullshit on Facebook <laughs> until they were removed. So Mark Zuckerberg gave the like a, a pretty legitimate corporate answer of, "Hey, listen, uh, they they got flagged and all this other stuff." And then Ted Cruz was like, "Had in the old last word, and time was up as he finished speaking." Mark Zuckerberg stopped the Senate hearing and was like, hey, listen, I just wanted to be clear that if your site or if your words get marked as terrorism by our terrorism algorithm and then we further investigate it and it shows to be true like hate speech, then we can't like, we can't support that on our platform. Yeah. Like that's some bullshit that like that. And I mean, when you when you talk about controlling a narrative, I'm sorry, Frank. When you talk about controlling a narrative and controlling what 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 actually gets out into the public, like that is a prime example where news stories will focus on the Ted Cruz part of it, and then they will stop. They won't cover the second part of that where Mark Zuckerberg speaks somewhat as off the record as you can in a Senate hearing like that, but speak candidly and to the fact that like, hey, listen, we've done our homework, we did what we were supposed to do, and like that was. Way more than any any other platform has ever done, so let's yeah. let's take it as a as progress. I, I, it, I don't know. I th- I think when it comes to like the diamond and silk stuff, right? Like what he did say is maybe removing them was too harsh. Maybe the video should have gone like essentially they're under review and they'll probably be back on the platform due to this whole fucking stupid spiel that just went on in Congress. But it it doesn't excuse some of the stuff that they and other people have said like it just it just doesn't right like alex jones got all pissy because his info wars got banned by youtube go look at what that man says tell me that's not hate speech and then get back to me this isn't some like left-wing conspiracy to silence right-wing people this is literal hate speech being supported by millions of people and saying oh it's just my opinion you should fucking deal with it no i'm sorry i don't need to deal with shit um, this has been going on for decades. I come from a country where this happens on a daily basis. The current thing is like whites are getting the farms stolen and it's becoming a big thing now here in conservative Fox News America that they're like, oh, we finally discovered that blacks are stealing whites farms. They try to simplify that issue so much. It does a massive disservice to both sides. And quite frankly, the the whites who are complaining are in in no way, shape or form in the right. They are some of the most racist people in the world. And Fox News is giving them this massive platform, dangerously so. Um, once this movie comes out, it'll probably happen even more because there's this big documentary coming out about um, the farmland being stolen. And, and you're be talking prepared. about farmland in South Africa? Fox will, 
Sorry? Are you talking about farmland in South Africa or farmland in America? Because I was a little confused. No, in South Africa. Okay. It's like some... so so quick backstory. I didn't give this, but so since 1994, wealth distribution in South Africa has not really changed. The whites still own most of the land as well as most of the wealth. Um, the thought was is that you could get this stuff to happen through requiring people to place uh, black people in certain positions and providing them certain advantages and employment and whatnot. And it hasn't, and it's been willfully done. Um, there are. Uh, black in uh, or white investment funds, <clears throat> right? So if you need to go get money from a bank or um, from a venture capital fund, if you're a serious business, um, you need to go to a probably most likely a white-owned entity. If you're a black person, the likelihood of you getting approved for financing is virtually nil. So these people are now at a point where almost, uh, what, 25 years later, they still have no property. Um, so what are you going to start supporting? You're going to start supporting the redistribution of farmland to um, black people. Now, in America, that sounds super anti-capitalistic and whatnot, but do not forget that that is exactly what America did to the Native Americans. Mm, so yeah, don't, we don't, don't come at me that. hard with this like, oh, yeah, that's just racist, and you you, you all did the exact same thing. Um it's it is what it is it's where that country is at but don't start like making this some white america bullshit issue like fox news is trying to do um but that's what they do right like they just they just create this fear-mongering hatred bullshit and then when someone calls them out for it all of a sudden you're suppressing opinions and fuck fuck all those people they're horrible horrible human beings sean hannity alex jones uh mark levin laura ingram um, fucking Tucker Carlson, uh, fucking every one of you pieces of shit can go rot in a dustbin of history. You all suck massive cock. <laughs> Unless you like sucking cock, and in which case I hope you don't. So, yeah. hope you have to suffer. Fucking posturing Laura Ingram, Yale grad piece of shit. Fuck you. Horrible, horrible human being. Going after a fucking 19 year old who just got shot up. Like, fuck you for doing that shit. Fucking stupid bitch. I hate... Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, went that... So, I like the fact that everyone pulled, like, uh, all that... Kid. What Frank is referring to is David Hogg posted on Twitter that he did not get into, like, three or four of his schools that he wanted to apply to. David Hogg being a victim of the Florida high school shooting uh, that happened on February 14th, and... Laura Ingram posted posted and then I think she made a spot on her show basically making fun of him for not getting into college. Ha 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 ha. Real cool move, Laura. Because she's all the, almost forty, right? Like almost yeah. forty years old, I think. And has her own fucking TV show and is going after a high schooler. Let's let's keep that in perspective. So uh how, when when sorry, she did sorry, that, the perspective okay. there, how fragile is your base that a high schooler along with their friends protesting hurts you this much yeah pretty uh because when she when she posted what she did and said what she did on her show making fun of him that all david hogg had to do literally he just posted to twitter a list of her advertisers uh on the laura ingram show and uh well lo and behold advertisers started dropping and then all of a sudden, all you, what you have is a slew of 
conservatives who come out of the woodwork going, oh, this is hate, sp- this is dangerous speech. I don't know. This isn't free speech. This is a, this is harming someone's well-being now by you calling out advertisers, which is exactly what Fox News did nigh two months ago when people were throwing out their Keurigs because Keurig pulled their sponsorship from Sean Hannity's show. So, yeah. fuck you. You don't get to do that. Good. You don't get you to goddamn do that. The and, planet with your fucking Keurig. I appreciate <laughs> you throwing that shit out. And if you want to be, if you want to be a real uh, diehard conservative, you should support capitalism and support what people do with their dollar and support where their dollar backs. And unfortunately, it doesn't go with with dipshits. That's where their dollar doesn't yeah. go. So, fuck you. And honestly. No, go ahead. Quick fact correct- uh, correction. She is 54, not 40. I actually highly underestimated how dumb a 50-year-old could be. No, I, um, I was going to say, if she's 40, she looks like shit. She should really get that checked out. 54. I mean, she looks... She looks... And she doesn't like her mid-40s. She, she looks good. She kicked um, that video off, Frank. She... Also, didn't go to Yale. She went to Dartmouth, another Ivy League. But yeah, fuck, fuck you, Laura Ingram. You, you are, ah, uh, you should be just removed from all forms of media. That is like, you should not have this opinion. It's sad that people like her get to say shit. Yeah, pay me, pay me. I'll just just pay me to troll people. And uh, I would be happy with that. Uh, you're actually doing that for free right now over on Twitter. I don't know if people have right. seen that, uh, but Frank is flexing on his three legs. <laughs> uh, if you don't follow us on Twitter, you should at No Left Cast. Enjoy it's fun times. So yeah. I, I went in. So so just quick before we finish on Laura Ingram. Um, every time I go in hard on anything on her site uh, or on her tw- on her Twitter. Um, I always just get fucking wrecked. Like, there's so many people who get so butthurt by, like, I guess maybe it's just because I'm going on, like, this far right-wing individual's Twitter. I shouldn't be expecting anything less. But <clears throat> today's today's Paul Ryan was hilarious. Uh, I really enjoyed going in on on that thread. I, I knew it was going to be a bloodbath. It's awful. <laughs> I, uh, I, I took a screenshot of something that... Twitter responded back to us. It was uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, you had informed Twitter that uh, that there was some hate speech going on. Oh yeah, uh, I did. Some some lady was like, "Kill all Muslims." Well, her 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 name is her at her at name is pretty innocuous, but her actual name that you can change anytime in your uh, Twitter profile is hashtag nooses for them and beer for my horses. And then a, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I I know the Bible somewhat well, but I'm pretty sure this is not a Bible verse that's listed down below. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so it says an update on your report. Thanks for letting us know. Our investigation found that this account is in violation of the Twitter rules. Yes. (laughs) So we got him guys. We We got got him. Shut her down. Well, I, I mean, got another hate speaker removed from Twitter. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's back now, but that's, I mean, 
That's yeah. okay. If Mark Zuckerberg was running it, he'd have that thing locked way down, I'm sure. Anyway. So where, where, where did they return that to you? Was that in our notifications? Or? Yeah. Yeah, it was in our notifications okay. one day. And it was literally like months after you, I, I'm sure, had the run-in with yeah. this person. Because I remember it, it was like January when you had that issue. So <laughs> it's uh, it's been fun, guys. Definitely follow us on social media uh, because you could follow a lot of other people, but they suck and we don't. So, yeah. Villem, are you still with us, or is that Scotch put you to sleep completely? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um, are you still you still drinking Scotch, or did you switch over to the easy stuff? Uh, so I got like the water from the Scotch, you know, as the cube is melted. <laughs> so it's, it's like, like Scotchy water. It's like second drink, as Pam Beasley says. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get the fuck yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, finally. sorry, sorry. Hold on, uh, hold I, on. Like, I got something for that dope ref alert. Yeah! That was a dope ref. I like would have totally said that. Like second, I have second drink left, but then I was like, you know what? I don't know Mm-mm. how well you all know. Who are you talking dope to? Ref alert. Who are you talking to right now, son? And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take one more sip, and then it's this baby right here. PBR the most, from the liquor store. The most decorated American beer ever, ever made. Still in production. PBR. Can I, can I just say, if you say PBR to an old person, they'll say, wait, what? And then they're like, oh, like Pabst Blue Ribbon? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They don't... Uh, Get the fuck out of here, Grandpa. Give me the yeah, fuck yeah. They don't fucking... Like, can you imagine always saying Pabst Blue Ribbon every time you wanted a Pabst Blue Ribbon? Like, Yeah, it's the same way they say Pabst, whites only. I guess you They say, say whites Pabst. only water fountain. It just rolls off the tongue for them. <laughs> Ryan, that is just... Accurate, I know. Fruit. I know. <laughs> Frank, are you drinking anything different uh, than you were earlier other than the Tups Black Ale? I am, so I have since switched to the Real Ale Coffee Porter. Um, if Real Ale is out there listening, they're I am not very disappointed that you're getting rid of this. Um, Where did you hear that they're getting rid of it? Release. It's a seasonal release. Yeah. So, um, not getting rid of it, but it's for the year it's done. Well, yeah, it comes out um, every spring. No, it comes out in the fall, but okay. Doesn't um, the last pack I bought here at my local craft cellar. And I'm just disappointed because I really like this one. Well, it's, it's one of my favorite real ales uh, outside of the Fireman 4, obviously. I fucking fire. They can. They need to fix some shit with that beer. You're not a fan of it, I know. They, well, they I think you said the it. ones that you get in Dallas are canned. No, I get both. They just need to the fix bottles? the issues. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well... So real ale, I still want to make a trip to the brewery, but the uh, yeah, the coffee porter is real drinkable. I'm a fan. And then the next one, it is November um, through January. We're you're, you're kind of correct. I don't want to spoil any surprises, but I'll be having the old dirty bastard. That's my final beer of the night. So. Oh shit! All right. <clears throat> well, I am drinking. And and hold on, hold on, before we move on. Fuck Paul Ryan and Dan Patrick. Okay. I'm drinking... I'm drinking... God damn it. Can we just get off politics? Christ. <laughs> no, it's not even politics. It's the way that Frank, Frank is approaching this, like, rock-hard erection toward just being... 
as aggro as possible tonight. <laughs> I don't understand why. I understand what's going on. But I'm going to get to what beer I'm drinking, then we can move the fuck on. Aggro? What does aggro mean? Aggressive as fuck is I what it is. Yeah. You said fuck that bitch, but like in a way <laughs> yeah. that wasn't fun and fun-hearted. Nope. And I agree. I agree. Indeed, fuck her. But I don't know. It came off. You can listen back to it, Frank. Yeah. It came off real aggro. So I'm drinking. Yeah. I'm drinking. <laughs> Nothing funny about Laura Ingram. Fuck that bitch. Okay, <laughs> I am drinking. <laughs> Fuck. I'm. I'm about to get that way with Frank. I am drinking Alesmith and Pizza Port's collaborations called Logical Choice. It is a triple IPA. Um, it is a super rare beer because Pizza Port does not distribute beer outside of. Central Cal- uh, uh, Southern California. So it's a delicious, delicious brew coming in at a svelte 10% alcohol. And yeah, damn straight, I'm drinking. Oh, I don't have my fucking my camera turned on. Son of a bitch. I am drinking it straight out of the can because I used draft top. Draft top, yeah. draft top. Draft top, drop. There's a draft top, drop. <laughs> Frank, uh, you seem to be fingering your bottle of Dirty Bastard. No, so have you ever had the one side of a bottle be flat? Yeah, on the seam side. Yeah, yeah. Brian, yes. Brian, yes. <laughs> never noticed. So, uh, uh, Parker is in the house. Parker's but, in the house. Hey, before Hello. we like actually go through that, I just want to—I have a, a drop idea where you take uh, that Missy Elliott song. You know, it's like. You know what I'm talking about? I, you have to give me more than that, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's the very start. And he's like, "See, Yara's in the house." Okay, uh, okay. I don't it. It. Let me work. no, not Is that, that one. the song? Okay, no. so you take the start of that, okay. and then replace every person he calls out is in the house with Parker's in the house. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just get. Hey, give me a good sound drop here. Um, uh, I will say, all right, so I, we'll just go around the horn. Say someone that's not your name. So I'll start off with Parker's in the house or just, we'll just say Parker. Yeah, 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 is in the house. <laughs> Frank, your turn. Willem. Okay. <laughs> is in the house. It's fine. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. In the house. Hold on. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Parker. Perfect. Time is not working out well. No, it's good. Parker? Is in No, god damn it. Is in no, my he's house. recording various Parker sounds. We'll do you this need after to say you need to say right, my name. We'll do this after you, say cast. my name, Parker. Say my name. Parker, what are you drinking? <laughs> Only when no one's in the house. house. <laughs> what are you drinking in the house? Hmm. Parker's drinking a uh, New Glarus Spotted Cow. hey God's right. gift to Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> no, yep. Paul Ryan is... Who <laughs> brought me some more. Oh, God. Here we go. That's I'm going to get fired up. <laughs> what was that congresswoman's name, too, that was from up there? Yeah. Paul Ryan. Deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> He is an asshat. Complete. Oh, God. All right, anyway. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to be rude. So you're drinking New Glarus Spotted Cow. Uh, so that's that's a beer that we've talked about before. 
It's kind of rare. Did you uh, have a family member or a close personal backdoor friend go up to uh, smuggle you some spotted cow back? Yes, I had a a drug mule. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, it was a good buddy of mine. His wife is from Wisconsin, and they just went up there a couple weeks ago. And I pretty much have a standing order with him. Anytime they go uh, to bring me a case, and then I've got shit, uh, three coworkers that are from Wisconsin as well, and they pretty much all know the drill. Um, mm. So that's how I have uh, been able to have such a uh, fairly frequent supply of this sweet nectar. Um, fortunately, I know a lot of people from Wisconsin, apparently, and it is trading me well. You need to know Adding the right calories to my gut. You need to know the right people from Wisconsin so they can bring you back some uh, fruit beers from New Glarus. I've heard that. I've heard those beers are the absolute shit. Well, and I have had I have had a, a different case brought to me. I can't remember which one it was, but. To be honest, like I, I really can't do the fruit beers too much. Um, like, and that's why Line and Kugels really is not appealing to me. Uh, I'm sorry, we, lo- we lost Parker tonight. We lost their, par- we What's lost Parker tonight. We don't know what happened to his mic. He said something about Line and Kugels, and uh, oh. the cast dropped him. I don't know. <laughs> he started speaking ill of Line and Kugels. Oh, there you are, uh, Parker. You're back. I'm sorry. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Like the. the- old Verizon guy that now works for Sprint because he was pretty hard up on money. He's saying he cut you off because you mentioned lining Kugels. In a negative light. I'm not that intelligent. Okay. (laughs) In a negative. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not firing on all cylinders tonight, guys. I got a pretty righteous sinus headache going right now. So, Um, yeah, I I mean, no, lining Kugels, they're berry super twist. You know, it reminds me of like some Smirnoff. Yep. Uh, yep. do more than one of them let's put it that way and if I do do more than one I've got a headache almost instantly you said do uh, it's weird I can do the, the summer shandy I do like that um, but that's pretty much the only that? drinkable beer for me <laughs> I would do the summer shandy twain <laughs> what about that uh, is it the summer wheat yeah sunset wheat sunset wheat sunset. that one's good yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's not bad. That's the fruity pebble beer. Uh, but as far as their all their berry portfolio beers, I can't really get into those. Well, let me tell you right now, but that's across the board. It's not just Line and Kugels. Fair, that's fair. I, uh, I, 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 the uh, fruit beers, and especially like if I can find them, the sour beers from New uh, New Glarus are on my like bucket list mm-hmm. of beers. If I can find them, I will. Like you have not had them. I have not had them, and I, w- I want to have them before I perish. Well, let me put in a put in a request. Let my, my people get in touch with their people and see if I can get you some at least to Oklahoma, and then uh, we can get them oh, down to I'll, I'll fucking North hoof. Dallas for you. I'll hoof it on foot. We'll figure out a way. Yeah, yeah you can Probably hire a coyote to bring you up here to get them. By that time, you'll be all the way down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell. Uh, so Parker, how are you, how are you this evening? I know you said you weren't feeling well, uh, but uh, other outside of some sinus pressures, how how are you doing? Good man. Just uh, before I came on the cast here an hour late, uh, just set out my 
water started got some new sod that I'm, you know, taking care of, and you pretty much have to water that on the daily, uh, mm-hmm. or else you will just completely piss your money away until, you know, she takes her little roots in the virgin soil. Um, so doing that got me that uh, new retaining wall and new fence. So I'm pretty stoked about that. <laughs> uh, hashtag adulting. Uh, but good, man. Things are well. Some time of the year to get that grass right. I'm making a note right now to go turn off my sprinkler because I've been running them all, all evening. So Oh, shit. Yeah, you'll <laughs> flood that yard. You know, yeah. I have yeah. them set on intervals. Yeah, shape so it up, though. It won't, it won't. It shouldn't flood, but I definitely don't want it running all night. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> sorry. Hashtag adulting indeed. So, retaining wall, uh, sinus pain, sprinklers, Frank getting dragged around his backyard by his aerator. That's what I was going to ask. Hey, Frank, how's your yard coming along? <laughs> uh, oh, it's looking good, how's, man. How's, how's, how's your, your rib cage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the small rib that broke is almost fully healed. His floating rib that just went into his lungs. I, got, Dude, yeah, I so, totally feel your pain. I've rented one of those before, and that is precisely why now, the last five years, I've paid my lawn company a hundred dollars to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not that honest, hard to do it, but it's very. Uh, you're taking on a lot of risk. Yeah, to life and limb. Um, and core. You know, and I don't know how much you rented that thing for, but it really doesn't make sense financially to rent it unless you like. I've I've heard of uh, Dad well, that or right, <laughs> or I've heard of people go, going in with their neighbors saying like, "Hey, look, guys, I'm looking to rent yeah. this. You, sh- you do you care to split the cost? You know, four ways or whatever the case may be. Then it makes it feasible." That's the right way to do it. So I, I, when I rented it, I rented it for the day. It was like 80 bucks, And <clears throat> I thought about that. I was like, you know, I bet other people need to do this. The problem is, is you can't do aeration when you have a bunch of, like, dead matter on your yard. You have to actually, like, rake. So yeah. that was sort of, they hadn't raked, and I was a little bit ahead of the curve on doing it. So it, it, it didn't work out, but next time, if I do choose to rent it, I might just pay someone. Um, but <laughs> if I do choose to rent it, I'll definitely have the neighbors also be ready um, to use it. <clears throat> yeah. It's not, it's not easy. It's, like, it's not worth the risk to like, destroy your retaining wall or whatever. And How's that? How's that looking? Is it eroded away or... No, I mean, it's two big bricks of limestone. So I just I need to put back uh, some mortar. But outside of that, it's fine. Yeah, it's working. Well, that's <clears throat> it's depressing for the story. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it doesn't quite hit as hard. I was hoping there'd it's be just some two little planter. Uh, I mean, it's my planters, right? It's like a retaining wall for the planters. So it's just oh, these okay. two limestone bricks. Oh, it's okay. This lodge. God. What about that awkward little retaining wall you've got around that tree in your backyard? And oh, it's still there, but the and, tree's gone. Oh, I was going to say, and also oh, the really? giant fucking tree that's, yep. in, that's like three feet away from your house. <laughs> tree's gone. So now, tree's you, gone. now you just have this drunken hazard in your backyard. 
yeah, Parker, sort of. I mean, it sounds like Parker had a specific experience. If you yeah. want to walk that <laughs> hard, you're going to probably step in some dog shit before you get to that hole. So yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing it either way. Well, I'm just thinking like the night that Brian had, uh, what were you drinking? The the Bell's five liter keg uh, night? Yeah. Yeah, you had the little pony keg or something, and you wound up in your backyard. I envisioned keg. that happening in Frank's backyard, but you just, like, <laughs> just crack your die. skull on the side of the retaining wall. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. snap my neck. Remember that time you guys walked back from my house oh, to the oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. That video of Parker trying to cross <laughs> that bridge, man. Can someone post that? Like, um, <laughs> that is the greatest shit, dude. Right, it'll have, have to be editing on that. It'll, yeah, I was going to say, it'll have to be edited for sound, but the, <laughs> the, the concept that Willem is discussing is <laughs> where Willem lived in Stillwater when he was in college. <laughs> Frank Parker and I made, a, made an adventure back to our shitty hotel room. Well, it wasn't a shitty hotel room. It was a shitty bed in a hotel for room for me. Parker <laughs> nice. Yeah, I slept in the windowsill of Ryan a hotel room. The fucking like dog bed of the <laughs> hotel room on my birthday weekend. Anyway, so as <laughs> we're God, you guys are fucking ass. That was a lot more Holy fucked up shit. until you realized Brian chose not to sleep in the bed with either one of us. I didn't know that was an option. I'm going to be sleep here. I'm going to be honest. The first night I was very intoxicated and didn't really fully understand my options at the time. Uh, and then once we were doing it, I was like, well, I'm going with a joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm drunk, so no man. Yes. Yeah, I'm that, going with the joke. Oh, so, oh my god, Frank. <laughs> I know, right? No man, yes. So that night, <laughs> so that uh, that night, or I guess is the second night of us partying uh, with Willem and his college friends, as uh, Parker, Frank, and I were clearly graduates and adults with lives and jobs and shit. Yeah. We. We decided shit was dank though. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So we decided we were going to walk home at a much earlier hour than the night before. So we walk through these woods behind Willem's house, and I say woods. I mean it's like maybe like an acre of trees and like a, a creek. But the creek, and, 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 and mind you, sure we could have very course. easily walked a slightly longer way and just been on the street. Yeah, it would have been it would have been paved sidewalk and lights. An acre acre is very very generous. I would it's, say it's like a strip of trees like, with a creek in the middle, three hundred feet. You're immediately in a park again. Like it's it's barely any trees. It, really, it at felt all. like it felt like the Sherwood Forest. Yeah, we left we left breadcrumbs so we could find our way out at one point. It was dangerous. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I felt like Lewis and Clark. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, you had a machete, man. You had made a machete out of some forged steel and were cutting down trees and stuff. territory. So uh, there, to think you guys I'm will tell sure. these stories to your kids one day, proudly we and will. That'll just be so wildly exaggerated. No, it'll be I'm, exactly I'm, what I'm about to tell kid, you. Now. Well, your kid will be like, "Wow, there were trees." <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> That's a global warming joke. <laughs> Overpopulated Earth joke. That was. Good. I, think, I think it deserves. So, uh, more Parker. That was a thinker. <laughs> it was Parker. Um, yeah. Do you recall uh, in this extravagant Lewis and Clark adventure? Do you recall 
finding the bridge and then Brian immediately grabbing a salmon from the river and biting out of it. it. Like I'm, I'm, I got the munchies. Yeah, he actually stole that salmon out of a grizzly bear's mouth. Punched it right in his dick. He did. So this bridge that, that <laughs> the bridge that Frank is talking about is if I called it a log, it's a generous uh, a generous name. It is it was a it was a piece of wood that some clearly some tweens put over this creek. And there was I mean, no it did have some wire running. <laughs> I don't know why there was some structural integrity to it. <laughs> I just thought if there was wire anywhere near that log, Parker would have picked up every kind of And he would have hung himself on it somehow, like, as oh, he's falling in. Yeah. <laughs> he's hey, been... I'm already lucky enough to be here telling the story <laughs> five years later. There was wire and I myself in that little tree on accident. Oh, my God, dude. So... This video- I mean, I can't even explain. <laughs> so, Parker, Parker, Frank and I are less intoxicated than Parker, and we say, like, "This was." Let's let's preface this by this was this actually was the night. Go ahead. Frank brought the bean dip to the party, and Brian brought that an eighteen pack of Bud Select Fifty Five. <laughs> That's right. And Parker said, "No, fuck you guys." I'm getting natty. Got a thirty rack. Finished eighteen of them by himself. And then, we're, <laughs> then we're going. He was going through the party, finishing what he called wounded sh- soldiers, which were half drunk beers. Which honestly is how is we where came this up. podcast name come from. Yeah, exactly. no beer left behind. So it only took us a hundred and some odd episodes to get to this point, or close to a hundred. Close to a hundred episodes. But uh, that's where the name came from. So Parker, Parker is the reason for this being named Nobody Left Behind. And this night is when this whole, <laughs> this is the story of Nobody Left Behind, essentially. So we get, we get to this, we get to the river crossing that is, it is, it is no more than five feet across this, uh, this, ca- this chasm. <laughs> To, to his credit, two steep embankments. Two two very steep embankments. It comes into a a shallow crossing at the bottom of no Control more than cliffs. eighteen inches. Yes. So, but it's just like in my defense. Down. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. In my defense, I was I was advocating to hire the Native American gentleman to. Uh, float us across the river on his raft. Yeah. Also, it should be noted, yeah. there was no Native American gentleman. Parker was talking to someone out in the woods for quite some time. So, okay. That was a possum. So to get to the funny part of yes. the story, he goes, he walks over the log. Well, okay, like, hold on. It, like it should a be... fucking drunk person. Well, like. Because like. he's fucking drunk. <laughs> Just like... Starts slowly leaning and then, like, with gravity basically acting on him, it's just like he's leaning the same amount physically, but then gravity is pulling him, so it's like this exponential lean to the left, just faster and faster. And he's just like, he's trying to keep up with it. Step, you know, so he can like beat it out. So basically, so like he can make it to the other side before he's past that like tipping point and <laughs> it works out to where this guy parker 
fucking runs into the steep embankment at like a hefty speed. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was quite the impact. Yeah. So it's oh my god, I've got the video. <laughs> it's not just that he like falls or whatever. It's like he's pretty fast. Like he fucking hits this thing. I've got. Oh my god, one of the best what videos I've seen. Over the water. And when when you start when you start watching the video, you you're cheering for him because he's really close to making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really you're like, oh shit. So yeah, the, he might make this, and he's he's the whole while he's talking about Robert. Uh, no, Robert. Oh no, God. Roger the dude, skunk. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not playing the audio because I know there's some audio that does not need to be broadcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I may have to go back because this video is extremely dark when i say it's dark i mean i literally see like the, the new mexico yeah. lights in the background it looks i bet like you a, put one of those instagram filters on it though instantly like you can see what's going on. one of them instagram filters on it yeah so he, he he makes it with no room to Okay, so the video that I've pulled up here is is Villem's backyard. I can see Villem's house through the <laughs> through the fence, and there are there. It's Parker and Frank singing some song. I'm sure it's highly inappropriate. I'm shooting the video in the wrong direction. Uh, an acre of trees. An lady. acre of trees is in between us. I'm. Frank has pushed Parker away, I'm sure, in a fit of rage. This is this uh guys either really friendly or about to kill you. That's <sighs> Oh wait, no, that wasn't even the night, guys. That was the night before, after I proposed to Frank. Okay, motherfucker. Uh, oh, here it is. Parker had his fucking flashlight out. That was helpful. Yeah, you can see it a lot better. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we oh, go. he's walking across. He's halfway. It should be noted that Frank and I made it across this without an issue. And <laughs> we're filming from the other side. Holy I was God. really dreading this. <laughs> yeah, it was fretful. You got to the halfway point. He's backing up. He's backing back across the wall. He psyched himself out. That's what happened. Him starting to run is the best part of this. I know. It's coming up. When was this? Like 2012? 2013. March of 2013. He's trying to beat out gravity. Yeah. This was fucking five years ago. Yeah. Welcome to time. It's a real motherfucker. I don't even know. I can't tell. He's shining the light in the camera, so I can't. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it real clear when it happens. It does happen very clearly. And then he's just sitting against the cliff going, help me out. Help me out. All right. He's he's moving. He's doing heel to toe, heel to toe, heel to toe. And we're about to start running, and it's going to go poorly. It's going very clear. Here it comes. are not right. <laughs> he backs up. He's gonna get a running start at this. Jesus, how long was this long? <laughs> it was only no how shit, Parker. It was feet. five feet at most. That's with the dismount on the other side. Dude, it looks like a fucking telephone pole. No, it's not. <laughs> so it was straight. not. It's so impossibly straight. You ate shit so Dude, hard. My fucking abs hurt from laughing right now. <laughs> Dude, I okay. 
So it's like multiple videos. Yes, uh, this is me filming the actual log. I don't know where the fucking actual Where's video the is. Fall, man, dude. Well, that looks like the video. You've got that is the log video. I know that is the log video. I think it might be the 16 second one. No, that's him. That's second. he's singing about I'm something as like he's taking a dip. I oh, damn it. I don't. I honestly, I don't remember. I'll have to look. It may be in the. I have no idea. There's just pictures we'll of me and my dog. If we don't have it, we don't have it. I feel like. You know, well, if, we have it, if we have it, it'll go on Instagram. Oh, yeah, for we sure. have a picture of the bed at least. Holy shit! <laughs> I we think we should post that. Post that picture. That luxurious bed that I had is wonderful. Look straight up. They put a little wedge pillow there. I mean, that's totally <laughs> like, okay. Kids, you guys are getting there. Kids <laughs> and or this is the comma. Like at a over forty-five degree <laughs> angle up. Yeah. Uh, but look at okay. So look at the little right. It's shaped like a bed. That has been slept on a lot. Yeah. Or yeah. sat on a lot. Like right in the butt area. You're just, there's an insane amount of dentage there. Well, because Brian, oddly this, enough, there's not a whole lot of padding. <laughs> Do what? This should be like a little episode teaser on Instagram tomorrow. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's definitely for children and or drunken quasi adults yep. <laughs> Parker remember, that? remember when you stole the Medicare drug plans and put it outside a porta potty yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll also oh, remember when we got that. stopped by the cops when you were on that half pipe on the skate park we did. Well, what was up with that, man? Y'all get home safe, is what they said. We, because uh, we, we basically laid it out to him, like, yeah, we're just old, and we came back to try to relive our our, our college days, and we got hammered. <laughs> the dude was <laughs> like, well, Parker, Parker, Don't get home Parker, safe now. That's sad Parker, enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, Parker straight up said, uh, yeah, officer, uh, we're just... We're old. We're we're too old to be doing this. We understand. He like talked the he talked the guy out of like any action. Completely disarmed him. Yeah, well, you know why, Frank? Because I had just had a near death experience, so I was think, seeing things a lot clearer in life. So to clear it up, to clear it up even more, uh, our run in with the law. So you guys would have ended up no, in jail. No, no, no. Fall off the log. No, 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 no. Let me clear this uh, up. All, the run-in with the cops happened the first night that we were there, <laughs> and, and we because because it was it was three thirty in the morning, and we were and at we a, were all fucking hammered. We were Frank and I split two bottles of whiskey. And yeah. like two bottles of wine, it was a fucked up night. We were blitzed. <laughs> then we went to a skate park in the middle of Stillwater, Oklahoma, at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> and rightfully, the police showed up. They were like, "Hey, dumbasses, what are y'all doing here?" And Parker, <laughs> Parker, <laughs> the cops are rolling in the parking lot, and Frank and I are looking at Parker at the top of a quarter pipe, and he goes, "I'm about to roll in." And <laughs> <laughs> he takes the first step off in his shoes and just rolls his fucking ankle like oh, second step he in. He's like limping. Shit. He's limping with Frank and I over to talk to the police officers in the parking lot who didn't even. They just sat by the front of their car and they're like, "These dumbasses are going to come to us." And sure as shit, we did. We're like, "What's going on, guys?" <laughs> That's how old we were. Yeah, right. Rewind like five years before that, we would we would have ran our asses off. Oh yeah, for sure. 
<laughs> remember like we left there we left that encounter and we're like oh we're just gonna go straight back to the hotel and they're like okay and we were convinced that they were following us so we're like we're just gonna walk through mexico joe's parking lot and then uh-huh. we, do y'all remember having to cross the train tracks right before the micro hotel uh-huh. That <laughs> shit might as well have been Lewis and Clark because the, the embankment. That rock was so sharp. Yes, and the embankment was so <laughs> steep. Oh my god! Listen, it was a that was a sober that was a sobriety test. And meanwhile, we had to do all that while Parker was carrying that Medicare Medicaid sign so we can put it outside the <laughs> micro hotel. And let's be Parker <sighs> fully fully transparent here. No beer left behind. The name would never have happened had <laughs> all of this not happened. Every <laughs> single moment in this story. Yeah. Parker, <laughs> do you remember that Sorry. one time you tried to pitch a tent in the kitchen of my same house? Weekend. Also, same no, weekend. no, that was a different same weekend. Family. That was a different weekend. Different weekend. Because that was when, okay. that was when uh, our buddy Mike graduated from vet school and Villain was graduating from college. And yeah, I just had, yeah, like, I offered, we, we were kind of like, you know, whoever could fit in the house basically was going to stay because, one, it's hard to get hotels in Stillwater uh, over graduation weekend, and two, you know, they're expensive. So it's like, you know, if you if we have room, yeah, you can, like, bring a blow-up mattress, whatever. Well, it, we kind of overbooked. <laughs> <laughs> and so Parker's like, all right, well, I'll bring a tent, you know, and I'll sleep out in the backyard or some shit. And then this motherfucker, drunk as hell, like clearly not wanting to sleep in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, it's it like cold. it's creepy. Well, it's cold and it's fucking creepy out there. Like, yeah, there's know, a, there's an acre just, of woods if it right were there. Just nature, fine, but it's like nature, but like a fucking meth head could hop yeah. in the backyard out at of any those moment out of those go. woods that we were in. Out of the yeah. hundred yeah. acres of woods behind your house, yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh comes out and he's all methed out and he's. So he starts pitching the tent in the kitchen. <laughs> well, actually, technically, he started, He tried to pitch it outside, but he got the quote-unquote spins and mm. uh, couldn't put the tent up in the backyard. All I remember, so the more <laughs> confined space makes it better. All I remember was... Be more accurate. <laughs> all I remember was the next morning, I'm asleep on Villem's, like love seat. My wife is asleep on Willem's couch. Uh, Mrs. Brian's best friend is asleep on another couch. Willem, like, walks in, like, rubbing his eyes, goes into the kitchen and goes, Who the fuck tried to put up a tent in the kitchen last night? No, everybody's like, what? (laughs) And you just see a hand pop up out of the dining room floor where Parker was sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to do it, but I got the spins in the backyard and fell into a tree. So I came inside and tried to put it up. And I got sleepy. <laughs> so, Parker, I think we lost. See. Oh, there. Now, he is. Hello. Oh. Yeah, it, it it became too much for me, and I just <laughs> I, I conceded to just lay down on top of the tent material, the poles, and everything. Yeah, you I think I actually boy. used it as a cover. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I, I mean, we have suffocate. We have some epic, epic college stories, and I think I think the one that I'll always remember. And so a lot of it, like a ton of them, 
involve Parker and I planning a party and more people showing up than we ever expected. That was not relegated to just you and Parker. That is you No, it was and the, general, the general party-going experience. <laughs> but you and everybody. <laughs> me and everybody. And, and, and every time that I, like, we'd get a t- but it always seemed like Parker and I would get, like, this little emo group that somehow found out about the party. And, and, and then we're like, like, damn it, we only bought a cheese tray that can accommodate six guests. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Can I just I mean, say, as, as an attendee of these parties, like, I would get invited and I'd be like, I would assume that that's you guys were trying to do that. So then I would like be like, yo, <laughs> oh, for sure. tell anyone we know. You know? <laughs> oh. I don't think that was the wrong assumption, but I do think we didn't we didn't fully understand, like, the the network that we were inviting so we would always get this like small group of what i call emo they're just kind of kind of awkward kids um but they would (laughs) hang like outside and smoke a shit ton like a fucking shit ton and there's nothing that frustrates me more and i know parker more than having to rake up cigarette butts the next morning. Yeah. Oh, God. The and these fuckers were responsible for packs of cigarettes on, like, the front lawn, which is a big I, Pro tip to any listener out there, get a fucking chimenea, dude. Done. Like, you get a chimenea, you never have to light a fire in that bitch. People will just toss their fucking butts in there, like, oh, they'll light a fire at some point, and... Yeah, it'll burn. It. It's like a massive ashtray. Is like you never have to worry about people just throwing those bitches on the ground. It's a good it, idea. Th- there would be pr- people that showed up at our parties, and it's like, how? Who do you even know? Like, how exactly. did you? Hear? You're, <laughs> you guys are from sixty miles down the road, and you're like, how did you find out about this? And they're like, I don't know. I saw yeah. a, a, a ad in the newspaper for it, or a flyer. <laughs> did you? Did Frank? Do you remember that party <clears throat> that we had out at White Barn and? Uh, it was just like it wasn't even a big party it was just like 10 15 of us drinking out at white barn uh-huh. and we look over and there's like four or five people standing in the corner not talking to anyone else and i had some liquid courage in me mm-hmm. and i walked over and i was like who the fuck do y'all know here at this house and they were like uh who one of the guys that lives here I was like what's his name <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, I, uh, I was like, get the fuck out! Kicked them out of the house. They're like, Jesus fucking Christ, man! Like, okay, they, they all left. Yeah, Frank goes, hey, where'd the neighbors go? <laughs> like, oh, you mean those guys? Frank goes, yeah, I invited them this afternoon. They were outside grilling. I thought they might want to come over. And I was like, oh, oh wow. man, they thought Muscle thought I was an asshole. Mrs. Brian looks at me and goes, it may be because you have a little King's eight pack or six pack holder on your head as a crown. It was his birthday. It was his birthday. <laughs> it wasn't my birthday. It was like the middle of That's October. Birthday. There was no, no birthday. It was, someone's birthday. it was someone's birthday. Because we bought the, we bought the hat and then it no, went we around. Bu- we bought the, it was little, we bought, it was something, Derek wanted Little Kings because something, I don't know. And Little Kings from Genesee Brewing, it's a cream ale, they're in like seven ounce bottles. But and Derek cut it out and it makes a crown. Yeah, Derek cut it out and made a crown. I was apparently wearing that when I kicked people out of our own house. You did. People that did. Frank <laughs> had invited personally. You did. Now, I think... <laughs> There, there, there are a couple of moments that I'll always remember. One which I was not a part of, but that I found out later and was told we were scared you would be too pissed, and as such, we never told you. Um, 
So one of the moments, my 21st birthday, Parker walked in with the keg, never met my parents. Mm. <laughs> and <they're> like, Hi. <laughs> that was epic. They still talk about that to this day. The uh, the other moment. Was, my mom I just kept on going. I like dropped the keg and shook hands and then got it in the trash can. <laughs> my mom, I played beer pong with my mother that night. Yep. <laughs> I think everybody and, played beer pong with your mom and dad that night. Yeah, she was right? That's what Parker is about, man. Breaking down barriers, okay? Yeah, <laughs> listeners, if you if you're of that age where you're playing beer pong, play beer pong. Do everything you can to play beer pong with your parents. Like yeah. life altering experience. Hell of a story, really. I mean, it's like for sure. Yeah, you can all you know. I don't know. That's just it's it's a story that you'll always have. Well, you can like it. It takes them back too, right? Like they 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 had a really good time. Yeah, um, yeah. Partying with sure. the college kids. It was it was funny. I mean, my dad has a couple stories with Villain where he brought pizza because he thought it was a pizza party, but that was more <laughs> of like. Dude, he brought like ten fucking pizza. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was expecting an army. <laughs> but the. Uh, the other story that Parker will have to explain oh, is no. there was a is this the is this the discharge <laughs> in the true conspiracy theory yeah. way that I'm sure the only way that will ever convince Parker that's that 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 jet fuel doesn't melt steel is by actually trying it. Is this the pillow? Him firing off yes. a pillow or a gun <laughs> in a pillow <laughs> and shooting through the roof of the fucking pantry. Parker, you want to go ahead and tell this one? Sorry, I had to step away to get some more beers, but uh, I came in to the word pantry, and I think I already know what you're talking about. Yeah, let's let's hear this story because this is the one you couldn't you couldn't. Like you couldn't bear to tell me until like three years ago, and no wonder I never got the fucking security deposit back from that. Now, and I think that probably had more to do with him just being a fucking scum lord. Now, well, yeah, Henry, whatever his name is, Henry Wells. I'm pretty or, sure he's dead. Uh, Kissinger, probably. Henry Kissinger. Um, oh, so you must be talking about the time that your uh, crazy ass younger brother with a full head of hair came into your pantry and shot a hole through the roof. Yeah, I think that's what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> Willem's not even here to defend himself. Okay. I know. It's uh, just you and I. We can do, tell him whatever we want right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I... Well, you know, the party was winding down. A hell of a weapon. Oh, okay. All right. I heard all of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is probably 3 a.m.-ish, and it was me and, like, two other people still standing. And I, uh, yeah, I decided to put the whole wrap your pistol in a pillow and but, but, silence but what it. What prompted this? Alcohol. <laughs> no, but there, there was a specific murder that you were like, I call bullshit. There's no way no one would have heard this. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think there was a, a method behind the madness because there were people passed out all over our living room. Granted, they it was alcohol-induced in, passed out, so like they probably wouldn't have woken up anyways. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know. I think it was just a uh, hey. just pure, pure thought, curiosity. Wireless headphones, yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> Both of them <laughs> said it. I will happily take the credit for this story. <laughs> this is a badass story. Honestly, I wish I was the one to have this story. 
Yeah, I don't know. I uh, so I was like, well, okay, let's let's uh, let's put this to test, and wrapped it up in a pillow, and I'll be dipped in dog shit if it didn't make a sound. I mean, people passed out you know, twelve feet away on the couches, just continued to sleep like it was I mean, holy nothing, shit. like a dog farted. What it? What and, about the uh, muzzle velocity? Did it slow it down at all? Oh my fucking god! No. Dude. What if you created a leak in the roof of this shit, dude? What the hell would you have done? What it say that again? If it ricocheted off some shit or something, like, well, then it probably probably would have been Parker's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is some Darwin shit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This is a a thousand ways to die type of stuff. Oh Dude, my to, god! muffling to th- test to theory or theory to test. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I did you know like at least go in the little pantry in the kitchen and I had it all wrapped up. I think I maybe even duct taped it around my, my around my oh hand my like my head hand. Um, and and I shot it at such an angle. I thought it was straight up, but apparently it was more of like a. Uh, <laughs> Frank is well, disturbed. Frank is disturbed at the he... straight up angle. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a little bit more of an angle because I know that because I had a John Mayer poster on the other side of the wall, toward the top of the wall, and it went through his head. Oh! And then went through the roof. God! Don't you like entered another room? Oh yeah. Yeah, the little uh, dining room area just adjacent. Oh yeah. Like, we're still, still Christ, away from people dude. where you and your See, parents were playing beer pong. If someone had been sleeping there, like no, they, no. You just, or just Vellum, happened to wander there. Vellum, it would have been their time to go. Yeah, oh right. my god. They they asked asked someone this. would have been you sleeping at about so seven foot height in the dining someone, room. Dude. No, 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 no. Now don't be silly, Villem. Okay. On accident, obviously, but Jesus. John Mayer is the only destruction that happened. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, like he nuts. got killed. It's or maybe it was my big Dave Matthews poster. Either way. Um, well, would you like to say, would you like to say no? It was my poster, and it was the Radiohead poster. And would you like to state <laughs> what you ended up doing with that poster? Because I didn't find out because of what you did to the poster. Uh, you're gonna have to jog my memory here, buddy. I don't know, man. So, so he takes the poster and he moves it. He switches it so the John Mayer poster and the Incubus poster look virtually the same, but they're in other parts of the house. So he takes it and he switches them, just betting that I'll never notice. And I didn't notice. I took the poster down and didn't notice. It had a oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, That's genius. So, I, yeah, In my drunken state. I think we can close Wait, on you this. You did it the same night? Yeah, I, I, probably I was in cover-up mode at that point in time. Yeah, I was going to say... Oh, shit. There's sheetrock damage. I did, in fact, get on the roof at a later date and saw where it actually made it through the roof. So. Oh, you discharged a fucking pipe in our house. That is... For any of you kids wondering at home... Dude, are you... 
fucking it works. Me. <laughs> it does work. <laughs> it you, do, you, you do have to wrap. You do have to wrap the pillow though. Well, and, yeah. And, oh okay. I'll be, honest, I'll be honest. I do believe this was close to very near the night that our girlfriend's roommate stripped <laughs> in the house. Yeah. 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 Very good, very good night. night on a little. Uh, uh, 18 inch by 18 inch coffee table. <laughs> that's awesome. That's terrifying on a whole. Not another girl. Was was awesome. Was... Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, I man, think it's time. My kids about that. I think it's parties time to... we had. I think it's time to go. It was fun. <clears throat> I'm surprised uh, we're still alive. Yeah, thank God I survived the log crash of 2013. Yeah, yeah. Praise him. We're <laughs> post college, four years post. We <laughs> might die tomorrow. Buddy, we throw. Yeah. So it was a 380. I don't want to diminish anything, but it was a 380. Did you try it with a 45 later after Frank had oh left? My or God, please. Oh uh, yeah, I brought a 50 cal in. <laughs> <laughs> brought the and I aimed it at the golf course. <laughs> The golf course. That's generous of you to call it that. Yeah, I was gonna say that there's a big is a big putt putt course. Exactly. Parker, did you just like hold the pillow with your hand? Like No, I, I honestly think that I duct taped it around me. <laughs> around, around your or around I had, the pistol? I had an accomplice who duct taped it. Around you? What do you mean? Around, so like my here's my hand. There's this little shitty arm. like throw pillow and I like wrapped it around the gun covering the uh. muzzle. <laughs> Yeah. He, w- he went. He went. He planned this full bore, but then he used the throw pillow. And he was like, "We're gonna half-ass that component." Well, yeah, yeah, because you can't go to Walmart and buy a fucking pillow at three o'clock uh, in the morning without yeah, seeing me. Yeah, he, he had a pillow in his room. Yeah. Hashtag forensic files. I know how to do this shit. Well, of course. Okay. If you want to do it again, like just fucking shoot it into the ground at least. Like, are you? Yeah. Take me? it outside and. Never oh, just yeah, shoot concrete, a gun up dude. in the air. No, oh, in the dirt. God, yeah. yeah. Willem, I'll let you shoot a gun in the concrete right below you. Then let me know don't how that works. do it if you're not willing to take that risk. You're like, so you shoot it up in the air. Oh, this is someone else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Not me. All right. Well, you know, on that note, we'll just end with this. If you ever find yourself drinking and uh, in need of some forensics uh, cover-up. Make sure you buy Parker like a 30 rack, a handle of Jack, and uh, he'll make some John Mayer posters disappear. It'll be great. That's right. It'll come do the testing for you. Yeah, yeah, he's basically the cleaner. He uh, he comes in, makes shit happen. So, thank you for joining us again tonight for uh, a rousing episode of No Real Left Behind. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out on our social media pages. At No Beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to hit up uh, hit us up on the Instagram giveaway. Uh, be sure you follow the instructions on there. Like up the post. Follow us and at Draft Top. And uh, mention a couple of friends that you think would like the cast. We would uh, we'd appreciate any of the attention that you can put our way on our social media pages. So thank you very much. And uh, until next time, as always, don't be a dick. Okay, just keep that in mind. For Brian here in here in North Texas, here in North Texas, I'm out. So, guys, I I want you guys, the listeners out there, to Google something. Google the Royal Gorge in Colorado. Okay, it's very similar to what I crossed on the log that night.
It's, it was at least 200 feet down. <laughs> Could have fallen to certain death. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm lucky to be alive. And, uh, yeah, hashtag don't walk across fucking logs when super hammered. Uh, for Parker and Tulsa, I'm out. This is Villain on the Mustache, Mike. Take it easy, gang. <laughs> Uh, for Frank in far, far southeast Grapevine, Texas. Um, <laughs> God damn it. If you're listening to Stillwater PD, um, if you have an unsolved mystery from about no, circa 2007 please, right. around okay. the White Park right. area. Right. No. <laughs> We're right. sorry. Holy God. We're sorry. You might want to check into this one. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>